Hello loves and welcome to the Embodied Wisdom Podcast. My name is Michaela and today we're going to be answering the question, are they really right for you? Mmm, yeah. This is what you can do, what to do when you've just reached that breaking point, when you've reached that part of your relationship where you're like, I cannot stand this person, you know, like, I, I don't even know why I'm with them, how did I get here, what is this, you know, uh, and it's kind of hard to admit sometimes, but it happens, right, we all get to that point, if you've ever been in any kind of, you know, longer term relationship, um, you get to that point of, wow, I really, I cannot stand this person right now. And the real meat of this is what can you do about that, right? Because it's one thing to, to say, oh, I can't stand this person and continue with that kind of internal dialogue and, you know, that just builds resentment and it doesn't really do anything for yourself or for the relationship. So we're going to go through some key points on how you can work with this when you're feeling that kind of oh, I can't stand you, everything like that, what can you do about it? So we're going to find a way to break through illusions. So sometimes we can have a lot of illusions around our relationships. We can break through those. How to express and get our needs met and notice and realize when our needs aren't getting met so that we can be really clear on if that relationship is something that's really going to work for us if it's possible to get the needs that you need in a relationship met. So uh, we're going to be talking about that, how to make a vision of what those needs actually are and the relationship that you really desire and taking action to actually create that relationship because relationships are not just these magical fairy tales that land in your lap and you don't have to do anything, right? You have to take action. And whether that action means going deeper into the relationship you're in or kind of um, going the opposite way and taking some time apart. That's really um, what we're gonna get down to today. We're really gonna answer that question. Is this person right for you? Is this person meant to be in your life right now? Or are they not, right? All right, so. Let's get started. Okay, so the first part of really digging deep into this question, is this person right for you? We're really going to have to look at you, right? Because what is relationship but a mirror of yourself, right? What is relationship but a way to relate to another person so that they can show us the parts of ourselves that we cannot see ourselves? And that is really the beauty of relationship in general, is the fact that we can be with somebody, go deep into, you know, experiences with them and getting to know them and everything like that, and it shows us these parts of ourself that don't come out when we're just kind of by ourselves, or even with our friends or family or coworkers or whatever, there's a, just a different part of ourself that comes out when we 
are in a long-term relationship and we really get to know somebody, really get to be comfortable with them and, and let them see the parts of ourselves that we don't really show other people, it can get really, really tender there where, you know, parts of yourself come up. You, you start to see parts of you in the other person. But the thing is, it's not really always that easy to see that. A lot of the time, we see things in the other person and it's really easy to point the finger and go, oh, um, you know, you're not healthy enough. Oh, you're not, you don't take uh, care and, you know, you don't do enough meditation or, you know, oh, you're not working hard enough in your in your job or whatever it is or just any kind of judgments that we have, it's really easy to point the finger against the other person and say, oh, you're doing this, you don't know how to treat me, you know, you don't know what you're doing in bed or whatever the kind of thing is, it's really easy to point that finger and kind of just put all of the blame on them. Because a lot of the time, what we don't realize is that our judgments about this other person are judgments that we have against ourselves, that you know we may be doing all the things we think are right like exercising eating healthy we're working really hard or you know we're trying to have that deep intimacy and and doing all the things and you know and then we're saying oh you're not doing it but it's because we have such a strong judgment of ourselves that oh like I need to be you know, the healthiest, I need to be the best at my work and the best at my relationship. And if there's any little thing that we do that we feel like isn't like up to par with our expectations and our standards of what our lives or what ourselves should be or look like, we judge it. But it's not always so easy to to see that within ourselves. We don't always recognize that. So a lot of the time when those judgments start to pile up, we point the finger at the other person and say you're you're doing it so um a really simple and fun kind of exercise you can do if you realize that you're kind of in that space of just pointing the finger and you 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 you're doing this it's really simple all you do is just take out a piece of paper right so um after I say this if you want to like pause this recording and just do this practice that would be super extra bonus star points for you which doesn't mean anything but anyways um yeah so take out a piece of paper and just write down like do a timer there's like little apps that you can get that like give you a meditation bell so it's really cute you just press it and it goes ding and you can set it for five or ten minutes or whatever you feel comfortable with and then it'll ding when it's done so you can just write for this time and you don't have to worry about how long you're taking or whatever you just write for this allotted amount of time and you write down what you're going to actually write down is all of your judgments all of the judgments that you have about your partner significant other whatever lover um whoever it is that is is this um, focus of your attention right now and you're going to just write down you know everything like don't edit it don't you know, um, say, oh, that's not politically correct. Oh my God, if they ever saw this, they would be torn to shreds. You know, like none of that matters. You're not keeping this, you know, it's not going to be in your archives or anything like that. You're just 
writing it down, whatever comes up, just as honestly and just kind of raw as you can get it out, just writing it all down. And when that little timer dings or ends or whatever, you stop, all right, you stop. And what you're going to do is you're going to go back and you can either um, rewrite the whole thing or if you just um, want to um, do like a little edit, you can do that. So what you're going to do is look at all the places that you said you're doing this or he, she, them, they're doing this. Um, look at all of those places and every place that you have a word that's like you did this or or you're doing this or anything like that. Take all of those words and replace it with I, with me, with myself. So you're not exercising enough turns into I'm not exercising enough. You know, um, you know, you don't know how to how to communicate in our relationship turns into I don't know how to communicate in our relationship. Right. So just just try it out. You know, um, you you may be surprised with what you find. Um, and personally, what I find is when I do this, uh, it, it can be really kind of painful, honestly, um, to to even to write these things and to, and to realize what's going on within myself, but even more painful to realize that, ooh, when I, when I write it, when I switch it back and look at me, a lot of these things are actually very true judgments that I have of myself. And it's kind of like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a little harsh, but it really breaks through those illusions and helps you see the parts that are like, oh, wow, this is, this is just me. And, um, yeah, and giving yourself that time and that space for this questioning, it allows for a deeper sense of self-reflection. Because if you're really going to be clear on your relationships, on what you want, on who it is that you want in your life, you have to be clear on yourself and what's going on within yourself. Because you know, we can only get so far by ourselves. You know, we can, we can dive deep into our, into our own experiences and everything like that. But bringing another person, bringing a partner into the mix, it's like, it's just this dynamic, this kind of opportunity, like I said, to see those parts of ourselves that we don't always see. It's like this kind of like a portal to this other realm that we don't get to really access on the regular you know maybe if you do any kind of spiritual practices or anything like that you you get that access but relationship is a way that we can access that just in our in our everyday life you know when you see somebody every day or maybe it's not every day but just when you see them you know um you have to kind of do this dance where you get to you know, play with this is me, this is them. Okay, we come together and now we we have this dance and it's this way to get in tune with something that is kind of beyond ourselves. So there's this great, great opportunity there, you know. Um, So before we go ahead and make the decision that's, oh, you know what, I'm having all these judgments about this person. They must be wrong for me. They don't know what they're doing. You know, before we make that decision, it's important to look at ourselves and really see what's going on so that we can be clear on, is this person really not right for me or 
maybe they're here to teach me something. Maybe there's a lesson here that I can learn. Yeah. So, whew, that's a, that's a bit of an inquiry, but, um, yeah, try it out. See how it goes. And, um, yeah, then we can move on to the next part. So do that practice. If you haven't yet, do it now and then come back and listen to the next section. I will see you in just a minute. So we've been asking this question, you know, is this person right for you? But we're going to kind of switch it up a little bit because that question can get a bit sticky. It doesn't really have a clear answer, really. Um, So let's shift a little bit and let's ask the question, do they honor and respect your feelings and your needs when you communicate them clearly, right? So do they honor and respect your feelings and needs when you can communicate them clearly? So the key point in here is when you communicate them clearly. Because a lot of the time in relationship, it's really easy to expect that your partner, and this this is true for any relationship, it's really easy to expect that the other person knows what you're feeling and what you need on any given day and any given moment. Because, you know, they're your partner. They should know, right? If you guys are meant to be together, they should just, you know, know everything to do, when to do it, how to say it, you know, um, like magic, like that, right? Uh, mm, (laughs) That may be a storyline that we have come to believe from certain beliefs or ideas about relationship that we've taken from our lives, but is that really true? You know? Uh... (laughs) That gets a little bit sticky, right? Because uh, expecting somebody else to know what we're feeling and what we need without actually expressing it, without actually being clear on what those things are, it's like expecting them to, to read your mind. And, you know, sometimes in deep partnership, there can be moments where, you know, you feel really synced up with that person and you kind of just like know what each other needs and it's like really beautiful in that way that can totally happen but to expect that it's just it's unrealistic you know we're human we're, we're not these like um i mean we're pretty freaking magical but we're not these like mystical you know genie people that are like yes i know what you're thinking right now and i grant your every wish with just the blink of my eyes um (laughs) that would be cool but um in my experience so far relationship doesn't exactly work like that so um that's why we need really to be able to communicate our feelings and our needs and um be able to get those needs met right? Um, And there's two kind of ways that we can get those needs met. We can either meet those needs ourselves or we can ask those needs to be met by another person. 
But in order to even realize what our needs are, we have to be able to understand how to communicate that, how to say, this is what I'm feeling and this is what I need. So this idea is coming from what's called non- nonviolent communication or NVC. Um, and it's really valuable. Um, there's a lot, lots of resources online if it interests you. Um, and I would say something really valuable just to keep like, you can either just like save it as a picture on your smartphone or whatever, um, is to go to the NVC website and they have a list of feelings. So they have a feelings inventory and they also have a needs inventory. So it's like this whole big list of feelings and you might also see some somewhere um, a feelings wheel where it has all of the feelings on a wheel which can be if you're more of a visual person that can be really nice to see it that way and then the list of needs and the needs are listed in you know needs that we have when um sorry the feelings are listed in um you know a context of Feelings that we have when our needs aren't getting met and feelings that we have when our needs are getting met. So that can help us kind of clarify what's going on within us. So by having those resources handy for yourself, um, it's really a great tool to be able to look and see, oh, okay, this is what I'm feeling. Like I can pick out and say, yeah, I'm feeling this and this and this right now, right? And from that then we can go over to the needs and say, oh, wow, yeah, I I really am needing um, this right now. So for instance, you know, say that you're, uh, you know, upset with your partner because they don't seem to be, um, you know, eating healthy enough or something like that. Um, That could be, you know, you're feeling... mm, insecure, you're feeling um, like uncertain or feeling, mm, yeah, just kind of disappointed, maybe like disappointed in um, their habits or something like that. And then seeing like, what do I need? Where are those feelings coming from? What do I need? What is that showing me that I need right now? And it could be that you need like reassurance and like a reassurance that this person is going to be, you know, in your life, that they're going to take care of themselves and, and be able to um, show up and keep showing up in, in a healthy way, you know, reassurance that they'll be there and, you know, that you'll have like that, that kind of safety of knowing that this person is going to be there to support you, to take care of you in the long haul, you know? So, so it's like, it goes from this judgment of, oh, you're not eating healthy to realize, oh, wow, I I really, I'm needing reassurance and safety in my relationship right now. Right? So in that way, when you can communicate it that way, instead of saying, you know, you're doing this right now, and it makes me mad, being able to say, hey, um, you know, I'm I'm feeling a di- bit disappointed like I've been noticing um you're eating a lot of junk food lately and I'm I'm feeling a bit disappointed and um I really just need like a sense of reassurance and that 
you know, you're, you're, you're going to be healthy and, and that, you know, you're going to take care of, of me and our family or whatever, um, you know, in the long haul to be able to say that it brings us to this new level of being able to express our needs to a partner and being able to express what it is that's going on that we're feeling the way that we do because that gives something that you know can be worked with right because then you can ask the question what is it that I need to feel that reassurance and that safety you know then it goes back kind of that to that self-reflection of is this something that you really need like you need your partner to um eat as healthy as you do or whatever because you know you want them there um to support you is that really important or is it really just that you need to do that yourself and you know you're not super concerned with what they're doing and you know maybe it's not somebody that you're expecting to be there to support you and your family or or whatever maybe they're just you know, meant to be more of a lover to you or something like that. Maybe it's not really something that you need from them. So it's it's just, and that's just one example. And, and you really have to feel it out for yourself and definitely go um, look up nonviolent communication and, and do that research and start to get to know um, that language. It really is like another language, <laughs> honestly. Um so, but a lot of the times, obviously, if we're talking about somebody that is a partner and that need comes up of, hey, I need, I need you, I need this reassurance, not I need you, but I need this reassurance and safety, and they are somebody that you want in your life, you know, you're, you're going to want to make sure that, that they're healthy. Like, you, you really want that person to, to be that way, and that is kind of a sign that you actually want that person to be in your life. And... What's important is to see if this person honors and respects your needs. So that doesn't mean that that person is going to immediately start like a whole new diet and eating healthy and everything like that because that's not what you're asking, right? You're, you're asking your, your needs to be honored and respected, you know, and, and there's different ways that that can be shown. You know, it could just be that person being with you and saying, hey, wow, I really, I see you and I I understand, you know, that you're feeling this way and that you need that assurance and everything like that. I never really saw it that way. I just saw it that I like to eat what I like to eat. I didn't realize that it would affect you in that way. And it's just that kind of um, empathy and, and you can ask for that, right? You can't just expect that person to know how to do this, right? Even if you learn how to communicate in a new way, you have to teach them. You have to show them, hey, I I really need you. Like, it can be this specific. Hey, I'm expressing this need right now, and I really need you to be here, and I need you to repeat back what I said, and I need you to to tell me that, you know, you understand, that, that you understand. That is if they are willing to do that, right? Because that's a request. It's a request to ask them to see and hear and reflect back to you what it is that you're going through, what it is that you need in a moment. And 
that's a request, right? It's not a demand. Because if it's a demand, then it's just going to kind of cause more um, fighting and more just disconnection in the relationship. When it's a request and when it comes across as a request, which may not be anything to do with you, it could be that, um, you know, maybe just the communication that you've had in the past uh, has been perceived as a demand like the other person may perceive it as a demand and if that's true then even when you you switch up your communication and ask as a request it can take some time it can take some time you know because that may person may respond oh well you know you don't you don't do this or whatever like what do you have to say about my eating habits and it's just kind of this um, coming back to, hey, I'm not here, um, I don't expect anything of you, um, this is me expressing what I need, expressing my feelings, and I'm just requesting to be heard, and if you can't hear me right now, because you're still in a lot of pain from, you know, the judgments that I may have made that you feel that I've pointed at you in the past, I understand, you know, and if you, you know, if you need empathy for that, if you need me to just kind of be there for that and to to kind of feel sad for when I've really placed those judgments on you in the past, oh, right? Like that can be a different conversation. And it's it's really a process. It's really a process to be able to communicate in this way and it's not going to happen overnight, but... um. Like I said, check out the NVC website and just just do a little bit of research there. There's a lot of materials out there that you can find. If communication is something that you feel you struggle with and you don't really feel like you know how to express your feelings and your needs, this is a really, really important tool, a really good tool for you to be able to use. So let's come back to um, the question that we're asking right, is do they honor and respect your feelings and needs when you communicate them clearly? So when you're able to get this communication down, when you're able to really be able to communicate your feelings and needs, that's when you can start to ask, okay, is this person really, um, you know, are they honoring these? Are they honoring my needs? my feelings you know are they doing their best you know are they showing up that doesn't even mean that they're like doing it perfectly or that they're really getting it or or that they're able to to give you you know to fulfill the needs that that you have you know it doesn't even mean that it just means that they're showing up because by showing up they're honoring and respecting your process they're honoring and respecting you sharing this you know just even being open to Mm. to even even being open like when you request hey can we talk about something for five minutes you know if it's if it's an immediate like shutdown like no you know and maybe that's once but if it happens again and again and again it's just no we can't talk about that or oh what are you what are you worried about you know our relationship is fine or you know if it's every attempt that you make it gets kind of this immediate shutdown um that's when you start to really question and ask yourself like, okay, um, I'm doing my best here, 
and this person really isn't, um, you know, making any effort at all, it's, uh, that's when it starts to get a little bit of, all right, well, maybe I want to reconsider, you know, maybe I want to reconsider if this relationship is really um, needing to be a primary focus in my life. You know, maybe it's, it's got nothing to do with the other person too. You know, maybe it's just that you realize that, that your communication hasn't been as, as effective as you want it to be. And, and it's time to start just reevaluating in that way and, and finding a new way to communicate your own feelings and needs. And I, I mentioned a while back, I know I mentioned this point at the couple quite a bit ago, but there are two ways that you can get your needs met. One is to request and for those needs to be met by another person, which like I said, can be as easy as just them being there and saying, I understand, I see you, I hear you. The other way that you can get your needs met is just expressing them to yourself and meeting those needs yourself. So if you need that safety and reassurance, you know, making sure that you ha- that you develop that sense of safety for you, making sure that you feel safe in your environment, whatever it takes for that to happen, you know, that's that's so important to be able to meet your own needs because a majority of the time, honestly, you have to be meeting your own needs, you know, to expect another person, to expect a partner to meet your needs 100 percent of the time, it's just unrealistic. You know, you have to both show up for yourselves and when you show up fully for yourselves, you can show up for each other and you can honor and respect each other's feelings and needs. And everything that I've said asking about your partner of, you know, do they honor and respect your feelings and needs, it's important to switch that question back to yourself and ask yourself, do I honor and respect their feelings and needs? And, you know, if the answer to that is no, there's so much work to be done there, right? There's so much work that you can do to get to a point where you are honoring and respecting those feelings and needs. So before just jumping ahead and making the decision like, you know, this relationship isn't right for me, da da da, it's not happening, really do that work, you know, really go into it and see how far you can get, you know, see how far you can get. And if you hit a brick wall, troubleshooting, you know, if you have a trusted friend you can bring in to um, add add like an outside perspective, there could be stuff that maybe you're not seeing or they're not seeing, um, and adding a third party to kind of be this uh, outside perspective to help you get out of your stories and see something a little bit differently can be a really big help, Um, you know, but of course, if at any point you realize that this person is just... um, not willing to show up for any of these things, um, you don't feel safe or anything like that, that's, you know, or, or they're, they're telling you that this stuff isn't important or that you, you shouldn't be learning this stuff, you know, just, just be aware of those kinds of things and, and make a note of that. And, um, again, it doesn't mean that the relationship isn't right for you. It's just important to realize when something has just reached its expiration date, when it's when it's really gotten to that point that you're like, you know what, I I just can't I can't be here anymore. I've done all the things, I've tried all the things, and it's just not working. Knowing the difference between that and when you're just kind of 
hitting a wall, right? And and when you're just at this point where you're hitting sort of a a big blockage and, you know, the thing with a blockage is that the more that we work with it, the more that we love it and kind of bring it closer into our hearts through communication, through recognizing the other as a mirror of yourself, you know, that's when we can really be able to move beyond that blockage and on the other side of that is such a deep deeper love than we ever thought was possible you know if that's meant to be with that person then it will be you know um and even if even if this person you know isn't meant to be in your life forever you know they say that people come for um, a season, a reason, or a lifetime, you know, um, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter if that person is meant to be here for, you know, the next week, the next month, year, or the next 50 years, you know, it doesn't really matter because when we show up and we do the work and we, we do this kind of questioning and we go into this as if, you know, this person was, the most important person in our lives, you know, in that moment when you're focusing on that relationship, then we can get to the real core. And, you know, the truth of that of, will this person be here for now or forever? You know, um, that will unravel itself. That will become clear. But it's almost like we don't always get to decide that. When we're really, really clear on what's going on, it's more of, the universe kind of presents us with what we need and when we're when we're clear on what's going on within ourselves we can we can kind of stop resisting that and and be a part of it you know so if if you're super against your partner right now and you're like i cannot stand them do this work you know and see what comes out of it you know and you know Maybe you're on the other end of the spectrum where you're like, no, no, my partnership's good and you do this work and then you're like, wow, this actually isn't totally working. Like it hasn't been working for a long time. You know, it can be that way as well where where it's just something that's already done and, and you just don't know how to see it clearly and, and realize that, wow, all right, it's it's really time to let this go. Um, right, so that's the big shift, right? Are they really right to me to do the respect and honor your feelings and needs? So let's start asking that question. It's a really um, deep question, but it's a really good one to get beyond our judgments and develop the communication we need to really have those relationships that we desire. So if you've done the first two parts, if you've done the mirroring work and, you know, you've done the communication and you're like, yep, I've got all of that and you're still really not totally sure if you're with the right person or not, here is the next step, right? So the next step is to make a vision, okay? So you really want to make a vision and be really clear on what it is that you truly desire in your partnership because you deserve the relationships of your freaking dreams. You really and truly do. And 
when you're open to that and and when you put it out there that that's what you want, the universe conspires in your favor to bring that close to you. But you have to first be clear on what it is that you want, right? So maybe you've gotten to this point and, and, you know, your communication is good enough that you can actually sit down with your partner and, and make a vision on what it is that both of you really, you know, see your best relationship as, like how you really desire your partnership to be. Um, and, uh, what this looks like is just sitting down, you know, doing that little bell timer again, either by yourself or with your partner and just, you know, writing down what are the key areas first, like what are the key areas of relationship that are important to you? For instance, you could do, you know, sex, um, intimacy and partnership or, you know, home life, um, you know, maybe you, maybe you work with your partner, like work or, um, you know, play and, and stuff like that. Just like identify for yourself or maybe with your partner, what are those three key areas that are really important for you? And then like set the timer, you know, so set the timer for five, 10 minutes, whatever it is. And individually, each of you will write down what those things are so so without talking to each other or or discussing anything first just set those categories and um write down just everything that comes up those intentions that vision that you have of you know if you had it all if you had it your way you know not even thinking about your specific partner anything like that like if you had the relationships of your dreams what would that look like you know, like, what do you truly desire in that avenue of your life? And just get clear on that and write it down, you know, on a piece of paper, write it down and do all the categories, whether you have one category or three or, or five or whatever it is, do all of the categories and look it over, you know. And again, if if you're doing this with a partner, you can actually um, kind of speak them out loud to each other and if you're doing it by yourself you can speak it out loud to yourself (laughs) and and really just um, start to imagine and feel into what that really feels like you know what does it really feel like to have those things that you truly desire and and put yourself in that place imagine what it what it feels like what it smells like even what it tastes like you know use your senses you can do this as a visualization you know you can you can use all five of your senses sight smell taste sound touch and really just imagine this imagine this sort of dream relationship that you really desire imagine yourself already there and when you are doing this with a partner, if you're sharing with a partner, you can each say your things that you've written down and you can get really curious, right? You can get really curious on where those things match up and where they don't. You know, if if your partner is like, wow, well, I 
my desire is to to be with somebody you know three days out of the week and the other four days I get to go travel and hike or or um, do stuff by myself you know and and your desire is well I I desire to be with somebody you know every single day and um, that's really important to me then it's like you guys have something new to discuss you know Um, and there's ways that you can make things work there's ways that you can you know find a way that both of you get those desires met and and are able to create that um you know and it's just getting clear on do your desires um do your vision kind of for your relationships really match up with each other are they really something that you know you both are moving in this in this similar kind of direction and path or are you are you kind of going into different directions and different paths and you know there's this isn't a part where you have to make decisions or anything like that but just being clear on both of your intentions or again if you're doing this by yourself just on your intentions that can be really powerful and the next step is just to get out of your own way right so to set those intentions and maybe even come back to them on the daily or weekly or something like that and and just keep imagining them and really just like set it and forget it right so imagine it you know um and really just just release those expectations because the more that you kind of um attach to this dream and and be like oh wow well it has to be exactly this way the more that you're actually going to kind of inhibit that from happening so if you're able to set the intention dream that vision up really feel into it um as often as you'd like and kind of just release the expectation or um yeah, the attachment to it and, and get curious on what comes up, get curious on, you know, what may happen. For instance, um, I'll use like an example in my own life. Recently, I actually did this practice with my partner. We sat down and we made, um, you know, this vision together and everything like that. And this was honestly after when I was having one of these moments of, oh my gosh, I can't stand you. And I did all of these practices that I've told with you today. And after doing those practices, we were able to come to a point where we're like, all right, let's make a vision together. Let's get clear. And there were certain points that didn't match up. And, you know, for instance, for me, I wanted to try something new in the bedroom. And that wasn't really a desire that he had. But you know, come the next couple of weeks or so, all of a sudden an opportunity came up that we were able to try something new in the bedroom that ended up totally fulfilling my desire for what I wanted for our relationship in that area. And I didn't even, I didn't even have to really put so much effort into it. It just kind of happened naturally where both of us were just in sync and in tune that it was like just what we needed and it was something new that we wanted to try and it was like oh wow yeah this is really good right now you know so and I had I had forgotten about that part of the vision by then I had set the intention and I forgot it you know like like it's kind of this paradoxical thing because you don't necessarily forget it it's still like an intention but then the expectation of how it happens that is what you kind of release I hope that makes sense 
Um, yeah, so setting the vision and then, you know, again, having that happen, having that vision come true, I also had to take action. It wasn't necessarily like I just didn't say anything and, you know, my my desires came true. It was like I felt this opening to ask for what I needed in my partnership and I asked for it and I was met with a really wonderful response of yes I can provide that for you you know um so it's really just feeling into that and being like wow okay this is my vision and this is an opportunity to make it happen and that's where the releasing kind of comes in you set the vision you release it and then those opportunities to actually um strengthen your relationship or perhaps um find other ways to meet your desires whatever that may be um, those things will become more clear to you when you have that vision and you release the expectation and the attachment those things on how you can actually make that vision come into more of your life into more of your reality will start to reveal itself in really unexpected and fun ways Okay, that wraps it up for today, loves. Thank you so much for listening. And I would really love to hear from you how these tools went um, for you, how it helped you, or um, where you hit a sticking point or anything like that. Please go and let me know. Leave a little voice message on here. Or you can um, find me on Instagram or Facebook, Sapphire Roots or at www.sapphireroots.com. You can send me an email and let me know um, how these tools, how these practices worked out for you and what sticking points you may have, you may have hit in um, working with this material. Okay, thank you so much for listening. This was the Embodied Wisdom Podcast. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Bye.